In this episode, we look at three basic questions you can ask yourself to help you get started on your personal development journey. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps. Big change. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, I want to look at some basic questions, some things that can help us when we are starting our personal development journey, or even if you're already on it, you've been on it for a while, you're trying to figure out how to take that next step forward, these three questions I think can help do so. And I really want to look at this because personal development is so challenging and difficult. So this should be a super good episode. Now, with that said, if you aren't sure where to get started in your own personal development journey, let me give you my secret weapon. You ready? It's called Blinkist. And it's absolutely one of the best apps out there for helping people grow and improve. Blinkist gives you the best key takeaways, the need to know information from over 3,000 nonfiction bestsellers in over 27 categories. Blinkist condenses them down into what they call blinks, which you can read or listen to in just 15 minutes. It's simple, unique, and powerful, and it works on your phone, your tablet, or your web browser. Now, I personally spend a lot of time learning things, random stuff, quite honestly. Some of it makes it into these episodes, others don't. But Blinkist has been a massive help to me in being able to do that consistently. Because rather than spend hours going through every single book on the very wide range of topics that I personally want to learn about, I can check out the titles on Blinkist, go through a few blinks in 15 minutes each, and then decide which books I want to invest a bit more time into. And two books that I'd recommend that are on Blinkist right now is Sapiens, A Brief History of Humankind by Yuval Noah Harari and The Three-Minute Rule by Brant Pinvidic. Right now, Blinkist has a special offer just for Tiny Leaps listeners. Go to Blinkist.com slash Tiny Leaps to start your free seven-day trial and get 25% off a Blinkist premium membership and up to 65% off audiobooks, which are yours to keep forever. That's Blinkist, spelled B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T. Blinkist.com slash tiny leaps to get 25% off a premium membership and a seven-day free trial. Blinkist.com slash tiny leaps. So as we discussed earlier, personal development is difficult. We know that taking action consistently is the key to getting results, but there's so much to consider even before we get to the taking action part of things. Like, what should we even take action on? How do we turn our goals into action in the first place? And what do we do when we get stuck? There's a lot going on and it can honestly be a little bit overwhelming. And that's just when making a decision on what to focus on. Add in the challenges that come with taking action to begin with. And you can quickly find yourself curled up in a ball in the corner, afraid to make any move at all. And part of the reason that this happens is because of just how complex personal development has gotten. You know, back in the day, it really used to just be talking about what you should be doing, like what you need to do on a day-to-day basis to see improvement. 
there was no personal development as this separate category of thing. It was just the fitness things and the health things and the finance things and the mental health things. Like there were just the things that you did in each of the categories. It's only in the last, what, 20, 25, maybe 30 years, possibly a few more that things have joined forces into this separate industry called personal development. And between all of the books, apps, podcasts, Facebook groups, email lists, blogs, etc., that are out there, and they're all trying to help. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to knock anybody. They are trying to help, but it's gotten very loud. Everyone has their own process and their own method for helping you create change and solve your problems. And everyone is creating methods and processes on problems that, quite frankly, should already be solved. We have new processes and methods around time management, around productivity, around planning, around goal setting, around, and, and I'm guilty of this too. There's so much out there. And on the surface, this all feels like it should be a good thing, but it can lead to so much confusion and so much advice that contradicts each other. So what do we do? How do we actually move forward? Where do we actually start? If you are new to personal development, what should your first step be? If you have been in personal development for a while but still find yourself lost, what should your next step be? Well, here are three questions that I ask myself that help me in these moments, and hopefully they can provide you with some support as well. So the first question is, which area of your life needs the most support right now? Now, if you'll notice, I don't say which area of your life are you screwing up in. I don't say which area of your life is messed up. I say which area of your life needs the most support. Why do I say that? Because compassion matters, because empathy matters, because we cannot expect ourselves to be perfect Greek God-like human beings on a day-to-day basis. There are going to be areas that fall to the wayside. There are going to be areas that are not receiving as much attention, as much support as others. Our job is not to criticize ourselves for that. Our job is to identify that, to see it happening so that we can make a choice. Do we choose to sacrifice in that area in order to pursue success in another area? Or do we choose to provide support to that area? That's a critical question that we need to ask. But the first question, the thing that allows us to ask that is first understanding which area of your life needs the most support. It's it's a question that's designed to get right to the most critical issue. It has nothing to do with what you feel like doing. It has nothing to do with what you're passionate about or what would be the most fun right now. It's about creating real measurable change in those specific areas that will have the biggest overall effect. If your physical fitness, your nutrition, your workouts is the area that needs the most support, that's the area that you've been letting go the most, you need to first identify that and then ask yourself that second question. Do I sacrifice there or not? Do I need to sacrifice there or not? Or would it be better for me for in the long term to provide support to that area? Now, how I like to break this down, I've talked about this on the show before, but there are six main areas that I break things down into when I ask this kind of question. There is fitness, nutrition, finances, career, mental health, and relationships. Six main areas. 
What I like to do, quite honestly, is just go down the list. Because when you go down the list, you can see very clearly which area is in need of the most support. You know how you feel about each of those areas. You know the results you have in each of those areas. You know what is going on in each of those areas, what the roadblocks are. And so when you literally just go down the list, oh, how's my fitness? How's my nutrition? How's my finances? How's my career? How's my mental health? How's my relationships? When you just go down the list, you know which one you're going to stop on. You're going to ask that question. You're going to get an answer back that you don't like. And all of a sudden, you know, okay, this needs the most support. This is where I've got to start. This is the thing that if I could make some improvements here, this is going to have the biggest effect on my life. So that's the first question. What area of your life needs the most support right now? And just go down the list. Fitness, nutrition, finances, career, mental health, and relationships. Go down the list and see what is going on for you in each of those areas. So the second question is what opportunities do you have? Because while doing things that you love and are passionate about is an awesome way to live your life, it, it is such a massive, massive gift and a massive privilege to be able to live your life in this state of doing things you love, in this state of being passionate about the work that you have. It is a privilege. I know people don't want to hear that, but it is. It it absolutely 1000% is. But while that is fun and amazing, sometimes passion needs to just go away. Sometimes we need to just focus on opportunity. Sometimes opportunity is everything and you should utilize those opportunities as a way to create more opportunities in your life. And the story I always tell here is about my dad. So I moved to the United States when I was eight. I grew up for the first seven years, eight years in Jamaica. And we moved here. His first job was picking apples on an apple orchard. This was before I even moved here. He came a year ahead of us, went through this sort of brutal grind process in order to establish himself here, get a house, get a place for us to live in, and then move us up. So his first job, picking apples on an apple orchard. A lot of people would have said, no, I'm not doing that. This is a man that was successful. He was a a college professor in Jamaica. He was a a police officer at some point. He ran his own business at some point. He, He had a lot more going on for him in Jamaica than a lot of other people. And he chose, I'm gonna go to the United States and pick apples. Why? Is it because he was passionate about apples? Of course not. It's because it was an opportunity. It's because there was a chance to turn that into something that would lead to more success for his children, more success for himself, more success for his family, his wife. And this wasn't like, oh, he's just sitting there thinking through all of this. Like this happened through conversation, right? Like my mom played a critical role in that. I'm pretty sure she's the reason that we moved here in the first place. Like I think she gave him kind of no choice, but he took the opportunity And he turned it into something. And I grew up pretty comfortable middle class as a result of it. Significantly more comfortable than I would have been growing up in Jamaica. Significantly more opportunity than I would have had growing up in Jamaica. So sometimes passion is great. It's awesome. But it is not required. It is not something you have to do. Sometimes you just have to look at the opportunities in front of you and do that. Milk that for everything it's worth and make something from it. Turn it into more opportunities. Turn it into the privilege to pursue your passion. So that's the second question. What opportunities do you have? And then the third question, 
What can't you do currently that you wish you could? This one's interesting to me because I think this one very clearly highlights something that you can use to take action. Because think about it. If you are in a relationship, you're a guy listening to this, you, you have a girl, you have a guy, you are a, uh, a girl listening to this, you have a girl, you have a guy. You, if you feel like, oh, I wish I could go out clubbing every night, right? Like if you feel like I, I wish I could go meet people, that is a very clear detraction from the life that you are living. Maybe you're not as happy in that relationship as you think you are. If you are in a situation where you wish you could go on more vacations, you know, you want to take your family to all of these different places. You want to take yourself to all of these different places. You want to see the world. If you're in that situation, but your finances don't match that, guess what? You know what you need to change. This question is so interesting to me because depending on your answer, it gives you a very straightforward, very clear place to start. It identifies for you which area is lacking. Now, of course, the examples I gave are just examples that may or may not be your story. But ask yourself, what can't you do currently that you wish you could? I think that if you really are honest with yourself, like if you're, you're able to sit back, talk to yourself, journal about it, whatever you need to do, and be honest with the answer, you might find that there are some areas of your life that you are just existing rather than making a choice. So I hope this is helpful to some of you out there. I do have a question of the day for you. This one is going to be a little bit interesting. So if you're not familiar, question of the day is a new feature here on Tiny Leaps. All you have to do is head over to the Instagram at Tiny Leaps or search Tiny Leaps on Instagram and comment on the question of the day post your answer to this. Ready? The question is, what is your favorite journal prompt? When you sit down, you're writing out in your journal, like, what is the prompt that helps you get the most out of that journaling session? Head over to Instagram, find the podcast at Tiny Leaps and leave a comment on the most recent post, the question of the day. What is your favorite journal prompt? Thank you so much for tuning in. I've been Greg Clunas. Be sure to click subscribe if you haven't already. It's the best way to make sure you never miss a new episode. Thank you again. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day.